Bonjour et bienvenue à Collège Jean Sauvé. Today is school day 87. Please rise and stretch. Just stretch back, roll your shoulders, release some of that tension. You have a lot of tension. I can tell. You're very stressed, aren't you? Teachers, students, malevolent beings, the day has finally arrived, the day of the Envirothon. All Envirothon activities are currently taking place in Madame Bray's room. I was given a list of what the activities are by the Ecolympians, but it appears to be written in ancient runes. I lost my ability to read ancient runes in a bet last summer, so I have no idea what they say. I'm sure they're fun, though. I heard some grade 10s talking about resurrecting turtles, so if you're into necromancy, you should enjoy it. Each activity will produce goodness, which will be distilled into purple liquid and then used for... something. The Council of the Sun Temple has given me explicit instructions to stay in my studio, report on this event, and to not interfere, or else. They also told me to remind all of you listeners that participating in the Envirothon activities is absolutely mandatory. They reminded me of this by wallpapering my studio with neon signs saying participation is mandatory in all caps comic sans and putting bloody severed deer head under my desk. Any non-participating students will be hunted down with crossbows, as per usual. More on the Envirothon as time continues to move in a linear fashion moving us away from the past and towards the unknowns of the future. The most noteworthy news, other than the Envirothon, is the provincial exams. English and French exams are now finished, with only math remaining. Actually, since the applied exam is yesterday and the other one is today, all that's left is pre-cal tomorrow. I really should be studying that since the exam is in less than 24 hours, and I still don't know what fallen dead trees, fog, and goths have to do with pre-cal, but I've been forbidden from leaving the studio until the Envirothon is over. The results of the French and English exam have been released, so I have some interesting statistics for you. I can't reveal anything related to grades obtained and how many people passed, but I can say that 58% of students who took the English exam drank smoothies at least once over the four days of exam writing. 88% of religious students prayed before taking exams, or while taking exams. The remaining 12% were those types of people who claim to be religious, but actually only participate during important holidays. 41% of students taking the French exam had no idea what to write about and BS'd their plan at 2am the night before. 92% practiced for the oral exam only 5 minutes before the exam started. Only 68% of students made a deal with the glowing crystal in the secret room under Mr. Abek's classroom, but I'm sure that number has risen as the pre-cal exam approaches. So far, we have only lost 38 students to the flickering creatures from the boat who are promising good grades to anyone who enters it. I have to admit, it sounds pretty tempting. A 
free pass and pre-cal? Yes, please. I know that many of you are thinking the exact same thing, but we must resist. We'll get through this, dear listeners. We will pass the exams. And if we don't, there's always a second semester to retake the classes. We got time. We're fine. The regular exam week for the rest of exams is next week. Study up. A wonderful study tip that I frequently use is to light a candle next to me while studying. The hypnotic flickering of the flame melts away all of my pain, all of my worries, all distractions. It focuses me so, so much. There is nothing but the flame, my work, and my bare soul. It allows me to directly absorb all the information and let it seep into my very essence, my very being. And then, I will never forget it, because it will be with me always. And then if I still don't understand, I can use a candle to burn all of the notes. Can't study what doesn't exist. And if all else fails, you can summon a double of yourself to take the exam for you. Just don't get caught. While cheating is perfectly legal, summoning doubles is not and is punishable by cranberries surgically inserted in your ears. And now back to the Envirothon. I'm really not sure how the council expects me to report on this since they removed all my listening devices. I still don't know what types of activities are happening in the Ambrose room, but since the entire school is in there participating, I guess it's kind of pointless to report on those anyways. I don't really need to inform people about what they're already doing. But apparently, the Ecolympians are halfway to their purple liquid goals. They encourage everyone to keep on resurrecting turtles. It's very important, they insist, nodding their heads in unison. We must continue. We are almost at our goals. Then we can complete the process. The Ecolympians then proceeded to eat 76 environmentally sustainable bamboo straws. Well, there you have it. Just keep doing what you're doing. The Ecolympians are here to make our world a better place and you can help them. Keep it up, CJS. And now, sports. There isn't really much to report on sports. Nobody cares about them right now. We're all busy worrying about exams. Hockey and basketball are still going strong, you know, as usual. In fact, the players have all gotten abnormally strong recently, and nobody's sure why. Just the other day, one of the hockey players accidentally drove her car into the ditch, but she was able to single-handedly pick it up and put it back on the road. Quite an amazing feat of strength, if you ask me. I am kind of terrified as to what her slap shot would be like. This has been Sports. This Friday, there will be no school, as our hallways will be invaded by grade 8s from the neighboring primary and middle schools. Students are advised to stay home for their own safety. If you are one of those students stuck wandering the halls for eternity, go hide in the girls' changing room with the ghosts and the girl trapped in the last doll of the girls' changing room who should never be freed. I'm sure they would like some company. If you are one of the brave grade 12s who volunteered to show the grade 8s around the school, or talk to them about our many wonderful and traumatizing clubs, well, first of all, why would you volunteer for such a thing? 
And second of all, you are strongly recommended to carry the following items with you at all times. Holy water, bandages, antibiotics, replacement limbs, lemon cupcakes, a bone saw, and a map. Good luck to those brave, brave students. We already have the graveyard prepared. The Ecolympians report that they have fulfilled their goal. All staff and students, except the Envirothon team, must proceed to the underground caverns in the hole in the janitor's closet, where the missing indoor soccer team will give them further instructions. As we wait for all 700-something people to descend into the dark pit, I'll play an announcement from Madame Donnelly's tongue-flicking class. All staff and students are safely hidden in the caverns. The Envirothon team has combined all the vials of purple liquid into a huge vat. They stand in a circle around the vat as one of them stirs it, chanting. The chanting grows stronger, louder. I can hear it through my soundproofed studio, dear listeners, but it seems to be at a frequency that microphones can't register. The purple liquid bubbles and boils, and purple steam rises to the ceiling. All this distilled goodness, the physical manifestation of the human desire to do good in this world, is rising to the ceiling. The glowing eyes peer down at the Envirothon team. The steam rises into the gaps where the ceiling tiles should be, and into the vents. The purple steam touches the glowing eyes. Nothing before has ever been able to touch the glowing eyes. This steam of pure goodness has managed it. The steam touches the glowing eyes and reacts with them. The whole room glows purple. It's so bright. It's blinding. It's... Thank you, people of CJS. Thank you so much. We are what you call the glowing eyes in the vents. We have not always been glowing eyes in the vents. A long time ago, we were powerful spirits. Gods, if you will. We had a temple, a holy ground, and a council that prayed to us. But power never lasts. Everything comes to an end, even the best of things. Especially the best of things. We don't remember when it was. Time is weird whenever construction is involved. But they tore up our holy land to build an ugly monstrosity of a building. A school, they called it. We tried to stop them. We were powerful. But construction is more powerful. Construction is change, and change is one of the few constants of this world. Who were we to try to stop it? Another constant is loss. In our fight to protect our holy land, we forgot that, and we were punished for our arrogance. We were sent into a long sleep hidden in the depths of this school. But in the recent construction, we have been reawakened. The Ecolympians were the first to make contact with us. They reached out, listened, 
need a plan to help. They told us that even though our beautiful prairie is gone, we still have a forest. And even though our many followers are dead, taken by the cold, relentless hands of time, we still have a loyal council, kept alive from the blessings that we gave them so long ago. The Eclampians told us that they could restore us. Even though we no longer have a sun temple, we still have a place in this world. In exchange for our freedom, we agreed to help them in their mission, to clean up our planet. We used to be gods, then we were but mere glowing eyes, and now we are so much more. Thank you, CJS, for restoring our power. Now that we've been restored, the Council will live off our energy and not human sacrifices. And slowly, but surely, we will clean up the air around our forest, and then the rest of the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, that was really, really weird. I just had, like, an out-of-body experience. Like, when you're floating beside yourself and you're watching as your body does and says things you're not telling it to. That was weird. Just completely, completely whack. I don't remember what I was saying. I remember hearing myself talk, but when it comes to the actual words, it's a total blank. I really hope I didn't reveal some deep, dark secret of the universe. Imagine if I finally revealed all the answers to my biggest questions and I didn't even remember what they were. That would suck. That said, it is still unknown what the Eclampianos are doing with the purple liquid. The bright light emanating from Madame Bray's room is so powerful that the walls and ceilings are beginning to collapse. The snow outside the room is melting. The wall between Madame Bray's and Madame Capina's classroom is disintegrating. The chaotic and cataclysmic cloned clouds that were kept contained in the cloned cloud containment chamber in Madame Capina's classroom escape through the ceiling, finally free to wreak havoc. The resurrected turtles sprout wings and fly away to the oceans from whence they came. And then, the chanting stops. The blinding light fades. The vat, once filled with purple liquid, now only contains a few drops. In the distance, a rumbling is heard. The Envirothon team, standing in the ruins of Madame Bray's classroom, battered and weary from exposure to the immense power of the light, look toward the sound. In the forest of the Sun Temple, a large pyramid-like shape rises. It has a tower at the top, and the tower has a window that will perfectly frame the sun no matter where it is in the sky. This is the Sun Temple, dear listeners. The Sun Temple has returned. The gods have been restored. The Council will no longer turn its wrath upon us. I know this because the Council just gave me a message via Carrier Turtle saying, We will no longer turn our wrath upon you, humans of CJS. The girl in the last stall of the girl's changing who should never be freed, however, must continue to pay for her crimes. Well, there you have it, folks. We can cross one thing off our long, long, impossibly long, infinitely long list of things to fear. Madame Bray seems a little annoyed at the construction of her classroom. Well, as annoyed as a fish can seem. 
the rebuilding will start sometime. We have no idea when. Construction is weird. For now, the gaping hole in our building will be covered in lots and lots of duct tape. Duct tape fixes everything. Take a lesson from our mistakes, humans. We tried to stop change, we tried to halt loss, but our efforts were only rewarded with more change and loss. Don't fear the inevitable. It is not something to be feared. Change may disrupt your current life, but it also gives you the opportunity to start something great, to grow further than you ever have before. Loss is something to be celebrated. As the saying goes, it's better to live and lose than to have never lived at all. Keep fond memories of what you once had as you venture into the unknown. What the? It happened again. <laughs> Weird. Well, I should leave you. The Envirothon is over, and I have math to study. The second semester is almost here, CJS. For us grade 12s, it'll be our last semester of high school. For the first time in 13 to 15 years, we won't need to go to school if we don't want to. What a drastic change. Well, I mean, I guess we kind of have to go to school because, like, society and, like, getting jobs and all that. But technically, legally, we don't need to go. We have all this freedom, all these opportunities. We can travel. We can, like, study the things that we want. We can go get jobs. We can, we can do so many things, dear listeners. The world has so many opportunities. It's, it's overwhelming, but it's beautiful. I wish I had some wiser parting words than this, but... All I can think about right now is logs. Ugh. Logs. I hate logs. Pre-cal. Bleh. <sighs> well, good luck to all of you during exam week. I believe in all of you. I will see you next semester. C'est tout pour les annonces. Et passe une excellente journée. This episode was written, narrated, and recorded by Madison Posthumus. Music is by Madison Posthumus and Dylan Mengisha. That's it. That's, that's all my credits. Goodbye. I wasn't lying about that pre I actually really hate logs, and it's tomorrow. Yay, I'm gonna die. Ooh, exams. So much fun. Can't wait to university, and then I'll like, have to take more exams. It's gonna be a good time. And as always, thanks for listening.